Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Command, starring Richard Anderson. A tale well calculated to keep you in. Suspense. Yes, Sergeant. Here comes Lieutenant Cohill back with the patrols. Yes, I see him. Hold the column. Yes, sir. Column. Hand me my field glasses, Sergeant. Here you are, sir. Thank you. Uh, Captain Bruddles? Well, Mr. Cohill. Here's the best body of grass, sir. This slope, the small run below for water. This is the best bivouac for tonight. Mr. Cohill, do you see that rise there to the left behind you across the valley? Uh, yes, sir. What are those shapes lying on that slope? Small herd of buffalo, sir, sleeping, it seems. We didn't go that far. We turned back and we saw them. Well, the wind has shifted a bit. Take a deep breath, Mr. Cohill. Yes, sir. Not one anything? No, sir. Take another deep breath, Mr. Cohill. Get it in your nostrils and you tell me if what you smell is sleeping buffalo. No, sir. Smells like dead men. And not freshly killed. Lieutenant Grisham and his squad, sir? I imagine so. The men we'd come to find. We'll make sure after nightfall. And Mr. Cohill. Yes, sir. They must have taught you at West Point that accurate observation is a military virtue. I suggest that you cultivate it here. Yes, sir, Captain Burroughs. Yes, sir, Captain Burroughs. No, sir, Captain Burroughs. Of all the officers in the United States Cavalry... Why did they have to assign me to him? A handbook soldier. A great, bitter failure of a soldier marking time out here on the plains until he retires. My father wouldn't be guessing. My father would be right over there now to see if those corks are really Gresham and his men. Father would have made sure instead of losing time making this camp. The broken rattle, Sergeant Utterback, had found at noon, showed clearly. Sir! That broken rattle, the sergeant, yes, when we crossed the trace of that Sioux war party at noon today. That could have been the trail of a Cheyenne war party, Lieutenant, or Comanches or Apaches. They all make rattles like that from the ends of Buffalo. Sir. But if they were Sioux, they couldn't be more than 30 miles to the north in the deadline. Sir. They're afraid of ambush, so they'd be camping away from timber and near water. Two hours rest, and we can be at the upper reaches of the river by dawn, sir, ahead of them. Mr. Cohill, I have no orders to be anywhere by dawn or at any other time. My orders are to find Mr. Gresham's patrol, and having found it, return to Fort Stark and report it. Well, I think I've found him. I'll know as soon as the moon rises and I go over and take a look. Yes, sir. Look at the other side of it, Mr. Cohill. Suppose that war party was Cheyenne, which they might be instead of Sioux. They wouldn't be in the deadlands. Cheyennes would head for timber along the lower Mesa Roja. So would Arapahoes, Kiowas, or Comanches. They all bivouac in open timber. And Mr. Coho, they all make rattles out of buffalo toes. 
Yes, sir. I'll pass the word to Sergeant on the back that dinner will be at 6.30, but the bugle will not sound called. Yes, sir. And Mr. Cohill. Sir, there is no shortcut to the top of the glory heap, so we'll not run all over the West tonight looking for one. Dismount and lead ten minutes, 
undisciplined graves 15 minutes every hour, hour after hour. Got a chaw eating tobacco, mitten off. Ain't got much. Now, give me a loan of some. You can get some more to port tomorrow. Here. Why don't you ever have any, you know? Don't approve of chawing tobacco. My ma don't, that is. Thanks. God remind it. Gettysburg wasn't like this. You won't tell. Oh, sir. There was roads leading to Gettysburg. Hey, Mitten Dog. Father's back on Cemetery Ridge again. Did he? he didn't say that. <laughs> About the only mistake Robert E. Lee ever made. Not to leave Father where he found it. <laughs> Just the same. Army was the Army in them days. Swept in tents. You got a furlough, there was girls. Not squaws. Well, if you like it so much, why don't you go back where there is girls? I was swindled. Joined up again because they said they'd be fighting out here. Only fighting I seen Western Missouri is on Saturday nights in the barracks. Ain't like the old army. I remember a girl in Richmond, the time I was with Grant when we took Richmond. Prettiest little Virginia Creek of you. Oh, not a bag. Yes, sir. I'd like to ask you a question. Yes, sir. How did you know the captain thought they were Apaches that killed Mr. Gresham's detail? I've been his first sergeant for a long time. You get to know. I see. Sergeant. Do I get to know? Well, this is a different kind of service out here, sir. Mike Sarver up there was saying a minute ago, this ain't Gettysburg. It ain't full dress for But it's the only kind of captain me ever served in, sir. Then you get to know it, just like you get to know siege operations or saber charged by company front after you had enough of them. But during the war between the states, didn't you? No, sir. Neither Captain Brittles nor me saw service in the states, sir. While the North and the South were at each other, the West still had to be held. Somebody had to do it. I see. Yes, I see a lot now. In a way, I feel sorry for the captain, sitting a sweaty horse on these endless prairies, while the great words exploded across the country, Vicksburg, Chancellorsville, Antietam, Appomattox, the policeman on the corner, while history rolled across Georgia to the sea. Five hours on the way now, less than three hours till dawn, we're at the North Fork of the Platte. A full 20 minutes for watering call. Some of the men lie sleeping where they have dismounted. Others huddle together in the moon shadow of the high bank. She's quietly talking. They're like a bad boy at a husker. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do then? Well, nothing to do except join the army. Any of you boys ever had a lobster? Not me. I ain't never seen one. When I was in the breakfast in front of Vicksburg, I had a catfish. Didn't like it. I could sure put away a lobster right now. Mm. Fresh out of the lobster pot and into the cooking pot. Alive? Sure. That's the only way to cook a lobster. Sure wish I was back in Wisconsin. Mm. You get you back in the state of Maine, you'd be pining away for buffalo. <laughs> True word was never spoken. Some people ain't never satisfied. I ain't never satisplied for a fact. That's how you get someplace in this world, never be satisfied. 
sure got you a long way, didn't it? All right, man, fall in. Oh, looks like you can plan on getting even further, Prowler. The captain's getting fidgety again. Oh, well. Another day, another dollar. Well, bail him out, pass the word. Bail him out, pass the word. Bail him out. Loud, set forward. Loud, set forward.
How you look natural. Yes, sir. Nina Williams may end up like Mr. Gresham and his patrol. There's always that possibility. Ain't a prospect that pleases, sir. That's what a soldier lives for, Saber. To die. Yes, sir. It was a good performance. Plenty watching Sue or Apache. Here was a small white soldier war party. Fire lighted, bacon cooking, horses unsaddled, and warriors sleeping from a long night march. Soft for the killing. Only the warriors weren't sleeping. Beyond the yellow carpet of firelight, they lay fanned out behind their saddles, waiting, sorting the night sounds with straining ears, pushing at the soft wall of darkness with widened eyes. If them dead burnt cowardies didn't sound so much like human beings. Well, you can be sure of one thing. No engine is running around in the middle of the night yelling like a coyote. Yeah, but it sure makes me nervous. Sound like who yells? That's home and me. What's that? Behind you. Don't get in the fret, boys. It's only me. Oh, General Grant, chief of staff. Lucky I didn't put a bullet through you. No, no, you wouldn't do that. Lieutenant said not to fire until commanded. Any you fellas ever had Indian pudding? No. I had two potato pudding when I was with Sherman in Atlanta, but I didn't like it much. Wish you with Napoleon at Waterloo. It's made of cornmeal and molasses. What? Indian pudding. Oh. Seen any savages yet? No. And don't expect to. Yet. Why? There ain't an Indian west of the Missouri will come out and fight at night if he can help it. Then what are we worrying about? Who's worrying? Not me. No. Then you can start worrying. Huh? Listen to them birds. Dawn's coming. You can make out the mesa planter. Sure would like me some engine pudding for breakfast. Slowly, the light came. First, you could see the outline of the mesa. And down below, the silver of the water in the wash and the shapes of the men. And out across the plain, the feathers of mist in the drawers. If it was to come, it would come now. Arrows, we're shooting arrows. What did you expect the Indians? Hold your fire, man. What was that? Hit one of the horses. Here they come. My leg. Hold your fire, now hold it. Oh, 
Captain Biddle's now. Attacking from the flank. He's driving. Captain Biddle's got him on the roof. Yeah. Captain Biddle, stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Down below the knoll, the remains of the Apaches were streaking for the open plains with Captain Biddle's men overtaking them, cutting them down with thirsty sabers and pestling the ponies as they ran. And then it was quiet. And not an Indian or his pony was left alive. Coffin sat, propped up against the saddle, lighting his pipe. His fatted legs stretched naked and useless before him. Saddle lay where he had fallen, eyes closed, face blue, his hands around the shaft sunk deep in the left side below the ribs. The feathered tip waiting idly with each shallow breath. Can't we do something for him, sir? Huh. Look how deep that arrow is. Right under the heart. Can't cut it out, can't pull it through. Poor Sarber. He finally saw action. Yeah, I can hear him now telling St. Peter about the time they beat the Apaches under Coriel. That's not very funny. No, I guess you're right, Coffin. How's your leg paining you much? Can't feel anything. Lieutenant? Yes, Coffin. Do you think they'll send me back home to get this fixed? You think maybe I'll get to see the state of Maine right soon? Hope so, Coffin. Land of Goshen, no. But you won't get no further than the Army Hospital at Council Bluff. Man, they'll wire you together, slap a plaster on you, and send you right back to fight engines. It was a strange feeling, a mixture of pride and guilt, watching a man die right commanded into action, looking at a shattered leg of another. And then the company rode back in triumph. I was reporting to Captain Biddles. It seemed like months instead of hours since I had last looked his tired gray face. Mr. Coe, you did that well. You made do in time. Thank you, sir. Captain, you knew they were Apaches yesterday at sundown. And you knew they were camped on top of the mesa, didn't you, sir? Mr. Coe, accurate observation is a military virtue. Had you pushed forward at that slope yesterday afternoon, you would have found Mr. Gresham not sleeping buffalo. Had your eyes been sharp, you'd have found this between the slope and last night's bivouac. An Apache headband. That's right, and bloodstains. And had you been a plainsman and suspected Apaches, you'd have looked at once for smoke at sundown from the highest ground. In this case, Red Mesa. You had me fooled, sir. I even... The fact that Lieutenant, for the record, Aziz, my patrol temporarily bivouacked at dawn today, came under a sudden enemy attack. Fortunately, it was able to hold until I arrived with the main body. I understand perfectly well, sir. I'm familiar with departmental orders which allow defensive actions only and expressly forbid attack. And yet they are in direct violation of cavalry tactics, for cavalry is extremely weak on the defensive and can only defend well by attacking. I believe that also is taught at West Point. Captain, I'm terribly sorry for my... Mr. Coyle, never apologize. It is a mark of weakness. There is a captain out here who tried that once to escape an inquiry board. He escapes it, but he will die a captain in spite of his apology. The officer who thought of that could have worked with him, 
made a soldier out of him. If his humanity had been large enough. So, Mr. Cohill, I'm going to make a soldier out of you. Uh, you may present my respects to General Cohill when you next write your father. Mr. Cohill, take morning stables. Suspense. In which Richard Anderson starred in William N. Robeson's production of Command. Written by James Warner Bella and dramatized for suspense by Mr. Robeson. Supporting Richard Anderson in command were William Conrad, Joe DeSantis, Alan Manson, Sam Edwards, Bill Quinn, and Chet Stratton. Listen. Listen again next week when we return with another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.